Small business news, advice, and education. This is Startup BizCast. Welcome, everyone. This is Startup BizCast number 79. I'm your host, Steve Mullen, president of Endgame Public Relations. Startup BizCast is produced by BizPods, the corporate podcast production service from Endgame Public Relations. To learn how we can help your business use podcasting for your internal or external audience, please visit endgamepr.com forward slash podcasts. You know, out of all the social media and social networking sites out there, Twitter is one of the most popular and probably one of the least understood. YouTube and Flickr are fairly self-explanatory. Facebook and LinkedIn aren't too hard to figure out either. But many small business owners are probably a little baffled about how to get started using Twitter to promote and brand their businesses. I spoke with one today, in fact, and I hope she's listening to this episode of Startup BizCast because we're going to try to demystify Twitter. Now, to give you a quickie overview, Twitter is a site that allows you to post short messages about anything you want. Sounds like not much, but the idea is to gain followers who agree to subscribe to your feed. The larger your audience, the more people who will potentially see your message. I'm a subscriber at Twitter and use it quite a bit to talk about this podcast, my PR and social media business, my clients, and any number of other issues. I've even used it to find guests for this podcast. Now, when I decided to do this topic for Startup BizCast, I thought about doing it solo, but then I decided to bring in another expert who's even more immersed in the Twitter world than I am. So I welcome back to the program a previous guest of mine, Dave Saunders from Madison and Maine Advertising and New Media. Dave, thanks for being with us once again. Thank you. I appreciate the uh, time, Steve. Now, you've been on the show before, but for those who didn't catch that episode, please tell us about Madison and Maine. Uh, we are, um, uh, I like to say, we sell million-dollar ideas at substantially discounted rates. Uh, we're a creative marketing services firm. We specialize in new media, uh, social media, and traditional media. And we're based in Richmond, Virginia, with an additional office in San Diego. Now, Twitter is one of the many sites out there these days that can be used to promote a brand, a small business. Uh, for those who don't know much about Twitter, can you give us an overview of what it's all about? Twitter uh, is officially a microblog, which means that you can only post updates or links or um, uh, uh, statements or opinions basically in 140 characters or less, so it can be disseminated across platforms. Similar to a status update on Facebook, um, essentially uh, you can use it on your web-enabled device, you can text it, um, you can repeat it, um, you can put in links. And it's basically real-time conversation with about 5 million people right now. And what are the steps a small business owner should take if they want to get started using Twitter? Obviously, the first thing is to create an account. So what, what comes after that? I would say yes, absolutely. Stake one, step one is create an account. Stake your claim in cyberspace. Uh, think about it being like the 1849 gold rush, and you really need to have twitter.com slash the name of your business. People are using it, small businesses, mid-sized companies, Fortune 500 companies. They're using it in a variety of ways. Really, uh, we like to talk about convergence and how you can have real-time conversations with people. You can monitor your brand. Uh, you can engage with potential customers or potential referral sources. Uh, you can basically jump on Twitter and own a niche. Uh, let's say that you... Uh, uh, you're, you're one particular company and you sell widgets. Uh, you really want to own that space of, 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 of making, marketing, and selling widgets. And uh, you want to be known as the, the, the go-to guy when it comes to widgets. And that's really what it's about. It's a lot about personal branding, setting yourself apart as an expert so people come to you for answers. 
but it's also about connecting to them. For small companies right now, I think it's great to just get in there. And for people that are new, they should listen more than they talk. In other words, it's a great place to learn. It's really not about saying a lot about your business or about yourself. It's really about learning from the people that are already there. When the time is right and you feel comfortable, jump in with both feet and start conversing with them. Now, as you're setting up your account, uh, how important is uh, the profile that you write? How important is your picture? How important is, you know, you can upload a background to make your page look prettier? How important is all that stuff? It is incredibly important. If you are on there and it's simply your name and you are not tied to a geographic location or if you don't have a blog or a website that you're directing people to and if you don't take full use of that 140-character space to write your bio, there's really no point in being there. People need to know about you. They need to know how to contact you. And so otherwise, you're just a nameless, faceless entity among the crowd. To separate yourself, you need to come up with a great bio and a great background. Um, and there's lots of tools online that you can do that uh, to develop your own background. But it's really important. You really need to give your profile uh, some personality and, and basically think of your brand as a personality and, and think about your brand as a person and how would you want that person to represent themselves on something like Twitter. If you're a sole proprietor, do you think it's better to, uh, to join Twitter using your personal name or the name of your business? In most cases, I think it's going to be good to use your personal name. If you're doing business B2B, let's say that you're a consultant or you are doing something as a sole proprietor, people are going to know you before they know your business. And it's easier to connect with people than it is with businesses. Um, there are companies, even Fortune 500 companies out there that use their brand name, but they have a person behind the brand. They don't put their logo up in their profile page. They put the face of the person that's actually operating the Twitter account. Social marketing is about being social, so you basically need to put up uh, your personal uh, info. Obviously, your company website or your company blog may be the place that they direct them, but it really should be your photo and and your bio. I'm so-and-so, and I work for X company, as opposed to we're X company, and we are the nameless, faceless entity. And, you know, once you're comfortable with, with Twitter, what's the best way to gain followers? And that's that's kind of the whole name of the game is to gain your audience. Well, for a lot of people, they're on there, and really it's kind of about building a, um, a community. And uh, the numbers aren't that important uh, to most folks. If you are um, uh, engaging people and you're building your community and you're developing meaningful relationships, it really doesn't matter if you have 100 followers or, or 10,000. Um, a small group on Twitter is a very, very valuable thing if they are connected to you. I would trade 100 highly dedicated, connected people for 10,000 nameless faces entities that follow me. Um, so it is important to connect. One of the things I do is I recommend people go to twitterholic.com. They rank the top Twitter users. And in the top 500 Twitter users, you'll find people that are doing it right. They have the largest amount of followers, and they're obviously doing something right. There's great articles at Mashable.com as well on, on people to follow. But I would look at that top 50, top 100 list, and I would look for people in there, according to their bio, that you think may have something of relevance or something interesting to say or somebody that you could learn from. Chances are, let's say that uh, they have 23,000 followers and they're only following 100. They may not follow you back. That's okay, as long as you're listening to their advice. The cool thing is, after a while, 
you want to get in there. And once in a while, those people, if you engage them, they will follow you back and they'll listen to what you're saying as well. Final question. What's the biggest mistake that a new Twitter user can make? Trying to follow more than 2,000 people. Um, There is a limit on Twitter of 2,000 people. Uh, that you can go and follow or basically stalk online. A lot of people make the mistake of getting on and spending all night clicking on people, clicking on people one after the other, and they think that's the the shortcut to getting followers. What they end up doing is getting 2,000 followers, 2,000 people that they follow, and about 100 followers, and then they're stuck. Um, I, I think that that's probably the biggest mistake that that new users make. The idea is that connect with people, and hopefully they'll follow you back, and try to keep your ratio between people you follow and people that follow you roughly proportionate. Okay, sounds good. Dave Saunders, president of Madison, Maine, advertising and new media. Thanks for coming back and being on the show once again. Steve, thank you. Always a pleasure. You can find Dave on Twitter at the name Mad Maine, and believe me, he's nearly always there. You can also learn more about his firm at madisonmaine.com. I'd also love for you to follow me on Twitter. You can find me at the Twitter name Steve Mullen. That's all one word. Please let me know you're a listener, because I'd love to hear from you. If you have any comments on this episode or any other, or have a question you'd like answered on Startup BizCast, by all means, contact me. The best way is to leave a voicemail that I can use in a future episode. That voicemail number is 206-350-7905. That's 206-350-7905. And if for whatever reason you can't leave a voicemail, you can also email info at startupbizcast.com or you can leave a comment on the Startup BizCast blog. That's a wrap for episode 79 of Startup BizCast. I thank you for listening. I'm Steve Mullen. This program is produced by BizPods, the podcast production service from Endgame Public Relations. To find out how your organization can join the podcasting revolution, please visit www.endgamepr.com forward slash podcasts.